The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Uh, this happens to be the last show of the year. I'm yeah. Dr. Jim. And, and this is Dr. Janine. Yeah, and we're here for the, like I say, the last, last show. Last show of, of 2014. Right. So the next time you hear us will be 2015, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, we always start out our show with a little thing, a little segment we call In the News. And there's been some kind of interesting things, even though this time of year is not known for its scientific it's not, Yeah, it's not delivery. known for research coming out at this time. But there was some things that did come out and kind well, of interesting. Yeah, one of the things that kind of caught your eye, Janine, I think, was that thing about bilberries, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was actually about bilberries. Well, it was actually about wild blueberries, which if which you look at bilberries, wild right. blueberries, it is bilberries. Because they say that the commercially raised blueberries do not have the anthocyanidin content that the wild blueberries have, which in turn is called bilberries. Right. So really we're talking about bilberries instead of blueberries. In other words, wild blueberries. Yes, wild okay. blueberries, which cool. are bilberries. Okay. But what the study did was they actually took little rats, as usual. Wow, we got to use those And guys, they you know, fed them a high bad-fat diet. You know, we've make talked sure about, you bad fat. Yeah, we've right. talked about good fat and bad fat, and they gave them the bad fat. Right. And they had the control group, and then they had a, a, a same another group of rats that for three months they gave the same bad fat diet to, but they added the wild blueberries or bilberries, bilberries and they right. five to ten percent of their diet was made up of these. Wow! And what they found was that it actually when they they measured inflammatory response, cytokine levels, blood pressure, glucose, and they found that the ones that actually ate the wild blueberries didn't have these problems really no the other group of rats had all these problems you know weight gain glucose intolerance oh yeah you know the the insulin resistance the systemic blood pressure raising and the other group did not so what the team basically said was that they saw a significant difference in the in the ones and that that the benefits of the anthocyanidins are really good you know, and, and of course, I, I guess the audience probably listening probably thinks bilberries, you think eyes. Yes. Because that's where all the research has always been in the eyes, because it goes all the way back to like before World War II, even. <clears throat> they gave the pilots bilberries in England. They call them England. In England, I think they call them bilberries more, more than blueberries. Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting that these wild yeah. blueberries have actually done something more than just eyesight. Yeah. And this was actually done in Finland. Um, okay. But they did actually, even in the study, mention other conditions that, you know, have been studied. And there's all kinds of things, you know, hardening of the arteries. Yeah, the, um, there has been some research come out over the years about that. But it, it's, it's been a sprinkling here and yeah. there. You know, it's not been as... And they talked about even gout. And that's yeah. one we we don't usually use that for gout. But, no. I mean, I can see where if it has a 
it helps with the inflammatory response. Especially, right. And a lot of people that have gout don't have very good diets. You know, you're right. We do find that. (laughs) That's something we do find. That's true. You You don't normally see the really healthy, you know, overall, you know, it's It's, every once in a while you do. Right. But you don't see the person that's just in great health have huge amounts of gout. No, it's a, it's about those foods that, that uh, contain that uric acid. And, of course, those people that have gout tend to not be able to get rid of it as fast. So right. that can be a real problem. And if you've ever had gout or if you know someone who's had it. It's not fun. No. It I hurts. Think, I, I think the first case of gout when I was in practice 30-something years ago that I saw, the poor guy couldn't even put his foot on the floor. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've seen people so walk in, and you can tell what they have just oh, by yeah. the way they walk. And that's for sure. And I've had a few people walk in with a tiny bit of swelling that walk totally normal and say, I think I have gout in my ankle. I'm like, nope, no. not by the way you're walking. Nope. Because the people that have gout, you can tell. It's tough. It so, hurts. So there's something else for the, the bilberries yeah. and blueberries, you know, yeah, blueberry so extract. I just thought that was kind of interesting. So that was... That is very interesting. Actually, it is. Hopefully somebody out there uh, picked up a little information there. Something else that caught my eye, and uh, this was from our old buddies at Scripps Research Institute, which they do a lot of research. And it was about something new about resveratrol. Now, yep. resveratrol is something you and I have used for, God, what, 20 we years? We have used it before the research started getting really big. Uh, 15, 17 years yes. ago, something like that? Yeah. Because the initial research was more on cancer prevention and cancer. Right. I mean, that was what a lot of the initial things were done on. And then maybe five, six years ago when the anti-aging thing came out on resveratrol. Oh, yeah. That's, and that got real big. they showed that the telomeres, which actually they know as the telomeres shorten, you age. Mm-hmm. Resveratrol was one of the few things found that actually kept the telomeres from shortening. That's true, and and, and that's you know that's been the I guess the so the anti aging right. part of part, resveratrol right. is huge. And then they started right. saying glucose. You know, it helps with glucose metabolism, and it right. helps with there's so many things that it helps with. Well, they found in this study that it actually this uh, the you know this resveratrol actually activates what they call an evolutionary ancient stress response in the human cell. Yeah. In other words, not just our stress response in our body, but at a cellular level. And it really was interesting because they've never really looked at that before. Right. This and they said that totally they thought different. that's one of the ways that it benefited. It, yeah. <clears throat> they show these beneficial uh, effects of it because how it, it works, and, and matter of fact, they talk about it coming from grapes and the uh, cocoa bean and Japanese knotweed, and the most that we use comes from the Japanese, Japanese knotweed. Japanese knotweed, but say it's the most invasive. Of course, the red plant, red know. wine's the one a lot of people like That's to drink one. to get a little resveratrol, which is not a bad. As a matter of fact, this study actually mentioned that. Yes, it did. Uh, it, it said that as little as the amount of resveratrol that you'd get in say two glasses of Cabernet would be adequate to start this uh, protection via the stress response. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, for that part of it. Yeah. Now, they have said in the past that some of the other studies takes they've done, more. it takes yeah. much, much, much more for the cancer prevention part oh, yeah. and all that. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, I saw one time where I looked, and the capsules that we use, we'll use two to four a day, and the equivalent would be something like 90 bottles of wine. Yeah, And I think true. that would kind of probably really hurt your liver, so it probably wouldn't <laughs> be good. Uh, yeah, too much of a good thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. A lot too much. If it's, it's a lot like 90 much bottles a day, would just Ooh. not be good. No, I, I can't even imagine that. But this this particular research, and they actually, what they did is they found out how it works, and it works, there's something called a transcriptional RNA synthesis. synthesis. Uh, and what that does is tells our genes what to do. The RNA is a, a ribonucleic acid. 
that actually tells the DNA what to do, so to speak. And what they found was that this resveratrol triggers one that they call the TYRRS, which is a tyrosine molecule that has to be linked up or hooked up to, if you will, that tRNA. Hmm. And resveratrol actually does the coupling process, I guess, is what you do. Yeah, oh, so that, that is really interesting. It's really interesting because they talked about, you know, uh, something as specific as or as little as, you know, a couple of glasses of wine yeah. a day can help with that. Now, so if you take a, a capsule or two of the stuff that we use, my goodness. Yeah, you get it. well, we've taken it ourselves for years. Yeah. I mean, not for anything specific, but just because of the research looking so good that we wanted the protection and overall health benefits of resveratrol. And, yeah, I, I think and who it, don't want the anti-aging? Well, I was going to say, <laughs> that, you know, that's just a side effect. Oh, yeah, okay, the anti-aging thing, too. But th- this is really good because they say that, you know, this, this process happens in every cell, whether it's plant or animal. Yeah. It's at a cellular level. And uh, because these resveratrols in these plants, like the Japanese knotweed and so on, actually are there as a protective mechanism for the plant. Yeah, they're thinking that's one of the ways it helps the plant is because it helps its its cells Cells, when it Mm -hmm. has some sort of stress. Right. Interesting. So that is interesting. Yeah, very interesting about resveratrol. Ah, and I think we have another one that was really interesting. Like I say, this is kind of an odd time of year for these really interesting ones. This one I thought was really good because it's going to kind of lead into like next week we're going to have uh, Dr. Uh, Cordain on talking about the hunter-gatherer diet. Right, which right? is the paleo diet. Paleo diet, right? All right, well, this study it was, came out of the University of Cambridge, and it's about the hunter-gatherer past and how fragile our bones have become since then. And it goes, they take, they've got data that goes all the way back 150,000 years. Yeah. That's, that's taken a long time ago. human remains. Right. And they've done x-rays on them and studied them. And right. They know that how dense bones used to be. What was really interesting in this study, and, and I found this to be kind of uh, unique, I guess, because they took a, a, an area, I, I think it was in Illinois, and they found bones from digs, I guess, you know, from archaeological digs. And some of them were as, as back as far as 7,000 years ago. And they then they found bones that were, you know, seven, eight hundred years old in the same area. So what they were thinking was genetically, these folks in that area were probably similar. At they least. were related, related because of the, just similar. because of the area that they were in. Right. Because seven, eight hundred years ago it was way before the United States was formed. So right. it was still, you know, the the back there in the in the wild, so to speak. And they found that these people back then, their bones were as strong as a modern day orangutan. Yeah. You and I don't have that strong bone. No, they've no. actually found that every, all people are losing density. You know, they say it's even, and, and this is a quote, it's getting to a dangerous level. Yes. And we know that as people, and right. as the there's more technology and more that people, less people do, yeah. the lower the bones get. Yeah, I, th- I thought one of the uh, researchers, if I, if I can find it here, oh yeah, one of the researchers says, Sitting in a car or in front of a desk is not what we have evolved to do. <laughs> yes. He's right. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, that's what a lot of us have to do. Well, that's true. You know, we, we have to do that. And, but we know that, that to bone distance, and they, they talked about the monoculture since agriculture started, you know, and what they call the monoculture of the diet. In other words, we're down to one or two things that we eat, you know. And if you look at the diet diversity 
today versus a diversity, say, 5,000, 7,000 years ago, it's a vast difference. Yep. And our diet is so restricted, and we won't even get into all the, the bad stuff in the diet, but uh, we need to, but we won't do it right now. But that was, a, it's real interesting in that these bones, just keep, we keep getting weaker and weaker. Right. And like I and, tell people, yes, you want an adequate amount of calcium. You don't want over calcium because if your body don't have anything to do with it, it'll start laying it down in places you don't want. Right. You, you got to have your vitamin D and people don't get outside like they used to. But That's even if true. you have all your nutrients, mm-hmm. if your body doesn't think that it needs more density to do what it does, it's not going to lay it down. Yeah. They said that um, the equivalent of lot bone loss was equivalent to a human being in outer space in weightless gravity. Yeah. As zero gravity for about three months. And because we know that those people lose weight or lose bone density rapidly. rapidly. Right. Because their bones don't have to be right. strong. But they even said that they feel like it's the exercise, not the necessarily the nutrients, that cause most of the problem. Yes. Lack of exercise. So we're going to have to get off our duff and exercise. That's right. And that's right? what we're going to be talking about when we come back. Yes, we are. Is New Year's resolutions. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox.com at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, segment two of tonight's Live Healthy, Be Healthy, the last show of the year, so to speak. Uh, we're talking. We're going to be talking about something that's I kind of near and dear to everybody's heart this time of the year, the dreaded New Year's resolution. Right. Yeah. One thing we're going to talk about is people make them and break them before the year even starts. You know, I actually had somebody in our store today and this is it already the, broke it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, this is the 30th, right? And they had already made their resolution and broken it. 
Well, that I didn't said, last long. Wow, that didn't like. Well, they did it around Christmas. I guess yeah. that's four or five days. I guess that's a. I still got to be a record. Make it five days and lose it. Gosh, but I think that's why we wanted to do the show tonight on on you know how to do some resolutions. You know, realistically. Right. You do don't want to make a goal that you can't meet. No, I mean I think that's the worst thing you can do. You and don't want to set yourself happened. up to fail. Right. That's that's the the number one thing. But you know when we start out to make these New Year's resolutions. We sometimes just sit around, maybe having a glass of wine for that resveratrol, thinking about, oh, well, I think I'll do so-and-so. You know, yeah. Maybe I'll run the Boston Marathon. Um, probably not a good idea if you never have run a marathon before, but, you know. If it's by the end of the year, it's an obtainable goal. Possibly. Possibly. But you have to start out slow. You can't you say do. next week I'm going to run no. a marathon when you've never done it before. No. I think one of the things that that you and I stress, you know, and, it, and it's the same whether it's you know setting a, a New Year's resolution or starting a new quest for health of any kind, you know, really, is you have to know where you're starting from. And, yep. and the way we do that is through, we stress the lab work so you know where you are. Yeah, because yeah. most people, their New Year's resolutions, I mean, if you think about the most common resolutions mm-hmm. are either get healthy, exercise more, or lose weight. So it's usually health based, or all three. Usually, mm-hmm. I mean, not you mm-hmm. can't. I mean, I'm sure there's some resolutions out there that is not health based, but most make more of money them, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, most of them are health based, and that's the right. ones we see, and that's the ones we're going to talk about, right? Because that's what we do, right? Yeah. But we always say, you know, for you know, everybody wants the weight loss. Yeah, that's yeah, you know, weight loss is it? probably the big one, and you, it, it can't be a diet. We no. stress over and over and over and over. You can't start a diet. And expect to lose weight. What you have to do is do a lifestyle change. Right. Because, you know, the definition of insanity, I always go back to that one. I love it for some reason. If you do, you know, if you do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome, and that's insane. And if you, you do the same thing, it's like you do your, your lifestyle. The same lifestyle that got you overweight and out of shape. And if you keep doing that lifestyle, you're going to stay. Right. Yeah. And you can't. Go on a diet, lose the, like everybody does, lose the 10 pounds, mm-hmm. stop the diet, gain the 10, maybe 12 back. Or 15. Then mm-hmm. three or four months later, go back on a diet, mm-hmm. lose another 10, and then do get off of it, gain another 12. Mm-hmm. You're never really getting anywhere. Somebody, ju- somebody just the other day said they had lost and found the same 20 pounds. Over think, and over <laughs> again. How many times they said they had done that. Right. That a pretty and good so, analogy. And if you have 100 pounds to lose. Ooh, yeah. Then... You can't keep doing that. It has to be mm-hmm. consistent. Right. And what what I find when people do it, the longer you do it, the better your metabolism gets. Well, they, you know, the research has shown us that. You yeah. Know, if your metabolism is inadequate or bad from, you know, lack of exercise, eating improperly, and so on, and you got to figure probably ninety percent of the population out there eats improperly, right? Because ninety cents out of every food dollar is spent on bad, processed, processed food. food. So. Okay, there you go. So 90% of the food that's consumed is, is not necessarily good. That's a problem right there. And But to know where you are starting from, I think that's the key to this whole process. Right. You know, if you know that, you know, for instance, how do you handle blood sugar? Do you have a problem with insulin? Right. Are you overproducing it? Is, are you insulin resistant? Do you have, you know, a thyroid problem? Right. Do you have an adrenal issue? Are the- you anemic? That's going to make it tough. Because so many things, and people say, well, I just want to get healthier. Well, okay, how do you get healthier? For one, you have to know if you have an underlying problem. 
Right. If so, you don't know that you have an underlying problem, then how do you know how to fix it? Well, that, you said that I think the key is, oh, I want to get healthier. Healthier than what? Right. I mean, you, where are you? And, and that's why we stress, you know, doing the lab work, you know, let's find out where you are. Uh, I had a couple in this afternoon that we just did this on, and they wanted to know, where are we? And come to find out, there were some minor little things, but they, both these people were very young and in good health, pretty good health overall. But they did have some minor issues that needed to be corrected. Very simple. They did the lab work, changed a few things, explained a little bit about diet and, and so on that, that needed to be done, about how to eat, what to eat, and so on. Minor things. And they're going to they're be set for the new year. Yeah. It was all done, started with that lab work. Right. But, it, but if you don't do the lab work, you're guessing. We've said over and over, oh, yeah. you know, when people come in and say, I'm tired, what do you have? So, well, we can guess. Yes, we can. Or we can do some lab work and figure out why. I mean, and to me, you really don't want to guess with your health. And that's what you're doing. And even, you know, we hear time and time again that, well, my doctor's done some lab work. Mm-hmm. But when, they, when we get copies of it, there's been so little done that you can't tell anything. No. Um, yes, their liver works and their kidneys work. You know, that, that's kind of some of the ones we get, and that's about all it says. And your right. main organs work. You're not fixing to die, but that doesn't mean you're healthy. No, and I think we probably need to take a, a moment here and explain why that's happening that way. You know, I always explain that you really don't want to go out and beat up your doc because they're just doing what they're put in the box to do. You know, the, the thing that's happening, in, especially in America, and I know there's some people probably listening in other countries even, but here in America, what has happened is the, the health insurance is basically taking over and controlling how the doctors practice medicine. Yeah. That's, that's why we do it a little off the grid, if you will. I'll do something a little different. But we actually see this all the time. You know, the patient goes into the doc. I think I've got so-and-so. And they do a simple CBC and maybe the lipid panel or something like that, which is very simple stuff. Oh, you're okay. Here's an antidepressant. Because that's what medicine in America has devolved to that point. Right. And, and we sad. try to get to the root of the problem. And especially in young people, mm-hmm. we see the 20-year-olds come in that are fatigued. Yes. Um, we see, you know, they have all these symptoms. But yet they've already been to the doctor. They said, well, nothing's wrong with you. You're fine. Right. And they're like, but I don't feel fine. Well, it's the extra tests, the ones that are never done, because they can't justify doing it and having the insurance companies pay for it. Right. You know, and, and you sometimes have to, to do that. You, we do screenings. We check it all. Yes. And unfortunately, you can't just do a screening and tell the insurance company, I was just looking. Right. You they have to have a different diagnosis code for every problem that you're looking for. Right. And if the person doesn't have that code to justify the test, they won't, they won't do it. And the doctors and, know that if they put a, a test down or a, a code down just randomly, then they're kind of in a little problem because if the insurance companies come back at them, they've done something called insurance fraud. Right. And that's not a good place to be if you're a practicing physician, I promise you. No. So that's why we do more screenings and we don't right. deal with insurance and we do it as cheap as we can. Right. Um, we do, you know, we have panels of all prices. We don't recommend the lowest one because, again, it doesn't. It checks all your basic stuff, but it doesn't actually check enough. It doesn't go deep enough. No, the one that's probably the expanded panel checks quite a bit, and it's like a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, we have a weight loss panel for anybody out there, you know, that wants to lose weight. The first thing you got to do is figure out: is there a reason that's keeping me from losing? 
Now, if you have a thyroid problem, but yet you don't address it and you just start changing your diet, you may not lose any weight and it may get really frustrating. Right. And then you give up. And, you know, and something else comes up too. You know, a lot of times we can tell by doing that lab work, how drastic do you have to get? Right. And how strict you have to be on your diet. Well, that's because what I'm saying. Yeah. One of the things we see a lot, and I mean, and I guess we're in an area that we see that, you know, we are in South Mississippi. And we are number one in America as far as, as, far as obesity, obesity. Right, yes. And probably eating bad and overall health. Well, that's how they got there. Yeah. Right. So we see it probably at least 50%, maybe even a little bit more, of everybody that we check, do the weight loss panel on is insulin resistant. Oh, I'd say it's more than that on people. Yeah, the ones that are already overweight and we do the yeah. weight loss panel is probably more like 75, 80%. 75, 80% of them have an issue of some sort. Right. Insulin and if, resistance. Right. And if you're right. insulin resistant or pre-diabetic, which Metabolic we see a lot of those too. Metabolic name for it. Right. Right. We actually, you're not going to actually probably lose weight adequately if you're not eating the right foods. You can even right. cut down, but if you're still eating all the grains and you're right. still eating the sugar, but you're just not eating anything else, you're not going to lose. No. You know, a thousand calories a day of the wrong calories will put right. weight on you. I don't care who you are. And they've always said a calorie is a calorie, but I don't quite nope, it's not go there. by that. The, the science has proven that's, that not, that's true. not true. That's right. Because if you can actually increase your metabolism with that calorie and make you burn more, then you're actually going to be way better off. Oh, yeah, much better. Because we've been eating this way that we tell everybody else to eat for a while. And if we skip meals, both of us, we lose weight. Uh, yeah, without trying. And with, well, without needing to. Without needing to, that's for sure. Um, so we don't skip meals for that reason. But every once in a while, something comes up and you happen to miss a meal. And then it's like... You've lost a pound or so. Yeah. Like, hmm. So it, it, your metabolisms do get higher. Mm-hmm. And there are things that you can do for it. But, you know, we do our own lab work regularly. We do. We actually do the same screenings that we do on everybody else, and we do it probably more often than anybody. We do, you know, but we have to know more about our our health, or we try to know more about our health. And and we've got an awful lot of folks out there that that have come to us with the same kind of situations that we're just talking about, you know, these New Year's resolutions or I need to get healthier or whatever their uh, goal is. And we do the lab work, we find a problem. And then we can check it. You know, that's the, the verifiability of, of doing this. Notice when you can check something, see that there's a problem, we do a therapy for them, you know, whatever that happens to be, even if it's something as simple as B12 or vitamin D, go back three months later and retest it and see, has it changed? Because if yeah. you don't do that, then you don't really know if it's working, do you? Right. Yeah. Are you absorbing it? Or are you utilizing it properly? Or do you need more or, or less? Do, yeah. Do, Sometimes I mean, does less. the dosage need to be changed? Exactly. Um, that's what you have to do. And also, you know, I have a lot, a lot of people where their A1C, which is a three-month blood sugar average, will be high. And they'll say, let me try to do it with diet. Okay. Fine. In three months, we're going to recheck it. Let's see if you're being strict enough. Right. Because it'll tell you. It'll tell you. Yeah, it surely will. And you can change it pretty drastically in three months. Oh, you, you can. I mean, we've seen that time and time again. I've got a guy that said that he saw this pill on, on the internet that yes. just magically can get rid of diabetes in a, like seven days. I think, I think, I think it was like seven days, right, days yeah. a week. And I said, yeah, the sure. only thing that I've seen that can get rid of diabetes, and only if it's type 2, of course, right. is what you put in your mouth. Yeah. And it's going to take longer than seven days. Yes. Uh, and seven days later, it's not going to be gone. No. So, you know, if you see some magic pill that just cures everything it probably is a scam uh yeah you know the old adage of uh you know if it sounds too good to be true it probably is yes okay so that's that kind of goes along with that okay 
we're going to have to wrap up this segment here just in a short time. And we're going to be coming back next segment. We'll kind of get into a little bit more detail about some of these uh, uh, goals, how to set them, what to do, something that's realistic for everybody and so on. So we'll be back in just a minute. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This will be our third segment of tonight's show. We're talking about setting goals, talking about living realistically, getting healthy, and all those good things coming up for the new year. Yeah. And I think that's a a darn good thing for everybody to start out with, you know, to get just a little bit healthier than you were in 2014. Yeah, it's always a good goal. It is a good goal. It doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution. It can just be something that you're always striving to be is a little bit better. I think Um, so. Yeah. And, you know, exercise. I think exercise is probably the top is of the a list. key, just like we yeah. talked about earlier in the show about bone density exercise. and people not doing enough activity. You got to have exercise. Yeah. And with exercise, I see it over <laughs> and over where people go all out this time of the year. They go oh, from yeah. a couch potato to try to be a you know bodybuilder. Right. And it just doesn't work. Well, um, one session is about it. We have actually, I've you know, over the years, we've had a few people where you see these elevated levels in their lab work right at the beginning of the year because, of course, they come do lab work, too, because they're going to get healthy. And some of the liver enzymes, but that can also mean muscle breakdown right? if they're in a different pattern. Um, Your AST, for instance. The AST goes up higher than the ALT, but... I always, when I see it sky high, I'm like, did you start exercising recently? And they're like, oh, yeah, I like started out full force and couldn't even walk the next day. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea because most of the time that's going to make you quit. You know, it goes back to that old Chinese proverb. It says, journey of 10,000 miles starts with one step. Yep. 
And so that's how you want to start your exercise program, not just with one step, but you want to start with baby steps. Yeah. You know, if you haven't been exercising at all, then you don't really want to go to the gym and go full force for an hour. No. It's probably going to be too much for you. Now, granted, we want to work up to that. That's our goal. Yeah, and you want to... You want to do a little bit of combination. You want to do some cardio. Right. But you also want to do some weight training. Strength training, especially, you know, we just talked about that bone density. For bone density, they've shown that the actual walking don't do it. It takes the strength training. You know, and we talked, I I have a lot of people that come in, especially you females, and you say, well, I'm going to start walking. Okay, great. Walking is a decent exercise. However, walking is not going to add to your bone density problem. I promise you. We have to add weight. Now, we, you know, I had a lady in this earlier this week. Yeah, I guess that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's early this week. Holidays kind of Holidays threw me off. kind of threw me off. Okay. But on Monday, she came in, and she had, I had told her the same thing. She had a little problem with the uh, osteoporosis. And so we got her started on walking, and she's bought her a weight vest. Now, I don't know how many of you have seen a weight vest, but it's a vest, if you will, that has little pockets and Which you can keep adding weights to. A little bitty weights that go with it. And, you know, I think she bought one that can go up to like 20 pounds. Yeah. So she started out with like three or four pounds. And she's done that for a couple of weeks now. And I said, okay, after a couple of weeks, she probably want to increase it by about a pound or so. So we're going to start increasing her weight. And even though she is walking, that makes it convenient. She don't have to pick up and carry a weight. It's evenly distributed back and front. You know, it gives, centers the weight over your pelvis, which is where you want to, you know, carry your weight. And it's easy to do if you're going to yep. walk. And you can buy them at any of the big sporting uh, goods stores or yeah, um, on, or uh, online. Uh, or, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of places you can buy them. So. Even Wally World. Probably does have yeah. them because they actually have a little section for they've, fitness. They've got everything. Uh, they're, they're, but, yeah, that, something like that. But just walking by itself and, and it is not going to. Yeah, and if you do start lifting weights, I mean, if you do go to weightlifting, don't Mm -hmm. start, you'll hurt yourself if you start too heavy. Always do. That's a a problem that you and I have witnessed over the past 20 or 30 years tremendously. They go in, they go all out, and they start saying, well, I'm going to try to bench press 100 pounds. If you didn't bench press 100 pounds two weeks before that, you're probably not ready to jump, you know, from straight into that. Straight into that. And to me, I've just found that when people hurt themselves... (laughs) And when they actually do too much, they quit. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of a, an incentive to quit. Yeah. Oh, I'm, well, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm injured. Yes. Yeah. So being injured is, you know, stops that New Year's resolution. Yeah. Um, so what you got to do is start little. Right. And do baby steps. Right. You know, I, I think that's the, the, the number one th- reasoning that we give out to everybody is let's start slowly. Yeah. And let's work our way up. To this thing. And if it, get a trainer, if you don't know how to mm-hmm. work out, there are trainers at every facility nowadays. I mean, you see pers- really personal trainers are everywhere. Um, so get a personal trainer, even if it's for one or two sessions, where they actually show you the exercises, teach you how to do them correctly, mm-hmm. and then you can do them on your own after that. Yeah, it's gotten to where now I think it's pretty popular, especially in, here in America, that um, pretty much anybody goes to the gym. Next thing you know, they've got a personal trainer, and I think it's a darn good idea because those trainers can guide you and show you okay let's don't hurt you yeah let's let's help you gain that strength or gain that uh flexibility or whatever you're trying to gain let's do that sensibly and it's the same thing you're going to do with pretty much everything you do you want to do it sensibly yes sometimes that's not adhered to but that's the best way to do this you know we start out with something like an exercise program 
you know, again, need to be evaluated. Yep. You want to find out where you are. Do you need to work a lot on cardiovascular work? Do you need to work just a little bit on that and do more strength training for that osteoporosis issue? All those are things that you can find out uh, simp- with some simple testing. Yeah. It really some, is. We even, ha- we even have a few personal trainers in our area that send mm-hmm. people when they want to start a program. That's They actually doubt. even do it when they're starting an exercise program. They said, you need to go over you know, doctor's nutrition, have some lab work done. Let's make sure everything's okay. Let's make sure we're not going to be pushing anything too hard if you have an underlying problem. Right. And that's actually good. And then we also have the personal trainers that send people when they've worked out and worked out and worked out and worked out and don't lose a pound. And we and see a like, lot of okay, that. And they're like, okay, there's a problem here. Yeah. We, we see a lot of that, too. We do. You know, and, you know, that gets into, you know, things. I mean, we've talked about our exercise and so on. And, you know, if you're doing that and you're not get, you're not losing your weight like you're supposed to or not toning up like you're supposed to, got to be something else going on. Females could be hormones. Yes. Guys, it could be hormones. It could be testosterone in a guy just as it easily. It could be because when, well when be. men start losing testosterone, they gain estrogen like we've talked about. Right. And that tends to increase body fat. It sure does. And so there's a lot of issues, you know, some's hormonal, some's thyroid, some's mm-hmm. and stress. The stress hormone being high is one thing we see a lot. Right. Which and it is makes gonna, you gain it right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it does make your blood sugar go up. So you may right. even be insulin resistant on top of it because of the cortisol being high. And it's going to interfere with your sleep. It is. And we've talked about sleep a, a couple lot. of times this year about how important sleep is. If you don't sleep, then you don't lose weight. You don't feel well. You're fatigued. Mm-hmm. So it's another really important thing. And, you know, your, your goal this year might be to get better sleep. You know, that's a good goal for a lot it of people. It is. Right. And like we've talked about on the, we have a whole show on sleep. You can go back and listen to it if you didn't get to listen All to right. it. It's archived but, back there somewhere. Right. But we do talk about, you know, the things for sleep, just some of the quick points. Make sure you go to bed at the same time every night. Right. Um, actually, a study that just came out this week says you shouldn't be oh, yeah, that was reading the ebooks right before yeah. you go to bed because they find that the actual blue lighting from them actually keeps you awake. Yeah, it, it disrupts your uh, it just, circadian just, rhythms. Yeah, it disrupts the melatonin production and the circadian rhythms. So put down the iPad or the they Kindle. They said for 30 to 60 minutes before right. you go to bed, you should not be on a computer. If you want to read, read a book. They said books are okay. They have found that that does not do it because it doesn't have that light. That's right. And so, you know, put down the electronics an hour before you go to bed. Exactly. You know, just relax. Like we always say, but it's always going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time in the morning, and getting your your body in rhythm makes well, a difference. When you're then you're getting in tune with your circadian rhythms, you know. And if you go back, even these you know talking about ten thousand years ago, these hunters and gatherers that had strong bones, that's what they did. They went to bed when it got dark. They got up when it got light. That's what. That's I mean, what, that was what they've done for you right. know, eons of time. We don't do that today. Our our modern lifestyle. And I, I hear people all the time say, well, I only have to have about three hours of sleep a night. Wrong, buddy. That'll get you quick. Now, they've showed over and over that oh, people yeah. that think that that's not true. It will catch up to you. It will catch up. It may be something like uh, leukemias or it may be something like a cancer yep. or maybe something like that. But sooner or later, something will knock your wheels right off from under you. And another really good goal this year is to be having a more positive attitude. Yeah, that's a good one. We had a whole show on. We did, didn't we? Being happy and positive yeah. thinking and Again, that is actually a really good goal to have, and some people do have to work at it. You know, sometimes we talk to people, and they're very resistant to change. I mean, whether it's the diet and lifestyle that we talk about or whatever. 
they're very resistant to change. And I always tell them, you know, we've got to change something. You, you, you've got to start with a change. Make it something simple. You know, for instance, when you fold your arms, which arm do you normally fold in on your right side? Change it. Make it the other way. It's going to feel funny when you do it, but it will. it's just a small change. If you put your pants on, you always put your right leg in first. Start putting your left leg in first. Just that simple change will give you just enough change to where you're uncomfortable for a moment, just a moment, but then something else can happen. And if you can change that, who knows what you can change. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. But if you don't like where you are, you have to change something. You're going to have to change something. If, if you, you don't, don't like, like you your are. weight and you don't like the way you feel and you don't like, you're going to have to change something or you're not going to get anything different. That's for sure. Because unfortunately, there is no just magic pill yeah. that fixes everything. You know, and I think that's a, a problem we've got in America, especially that uh, everybody wants that magic pill. I had somebody today that we were talking about dietary change mm-hmm. and she is diabetic and knows that she's diabetic and she made the comment, well, look at all the stuff that I'll be missing out on if I change my diet. <laughs> I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> I said, but you can What's eat good. What's she going to be missing out on? That's what I said. She thinks all the sweets and chocolates and the cakes and, yeah. you know, I'm like, do you know what that's doing to you? You're talking about how bad you're feeling. Well, that's So like, just think of what you're missing out on feeling good yeah, by eating them. Yeah. That, that's the same as a smoker saying, but I'd be missing out on that last cigarette. Exactly. I just thought it was kind of funny when she said that. I said, you know, you really have to start thinking a little differently. You do. Because it really is true. The longer you're away from the sugar, and the, you don't want it. As, you don't. You, you don't need it. No. You know, your body doesn't crave it anymore. And, you know, that we've... You're we've, away from your addiction. Right. And, and, you know, and I think we've talked about it on some of the other shows about how addictive something like sugar is. It's, it's as addictive as, as opium and, and heroin. So it lights up the same areas of the brain, which is pretty stout stuff. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, just do some minor changes. You know, changing the foods that you eat. You know, if you don't like broccoli, okay, and I know a lot of people don't like broccoli, try it. Eat one bite and say, okay, I'm done. I've had it. See what that does. It's probably not going to kill you. It might even do you some good. We had Dr. Zellig on. He was yep. talking about all those cruciferous yep. vegetables. And how good Remember? they are for you. And how good they are for you. There's others. If you and don't if like you broccoli, like, like finds another one. Coffee drinkers. Now, oh, coffee yes. has great benefits. Yes, I mean, it they've does. actually had some really good studies on coffee. But yes, what is probably the problem is all the sugar everybody puts in it. Yeah, you know, if you if you look at the typical, uh, as a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody today about that, and I said we're going to change you from, you know, because her, her coffee was heavy sugar and cream, or actually artificial cream. I said, okay, yeah, those, try, those yeah, things those they call cream, fake they're creamers, not right. I said, okay, we're going to change something here. I said, we're, we're going to go from the, the heavy sugar that you're using to a teaspoon of honey. That's it. It has to be raw honey, but one teaspoon of honey, we're going to cut you back. And you can't put that fake creamer in there anymore. I said, try taking just a little bit of coconut oil and putting it in there. It gives it that same creamy taste, and you got a good fat to, to boot, you know. That's something good. Yeah, so changing little things, doing little steps can improve your health through the new year. Okay, we're going to have to end this segment, so we'll be back in just a minute or so, and we'll wrap things up tonight with some more good news about changing things.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life, naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That's our final show of the year 2014 on Live Healthy, Be Healthy. We've been talking about things like, uh, if you're just joining us, talking about things like New Year's resolutions and how to how to start out good, having some realistic goals, uh, making sure that you got your starting point. We talked about our lab work, going to have to do that to find out where you are. And I, you know, we've talked about exercise. We've talked about changing some of the other lifestyles, like put away the ebook before you go to bed. Right. Uh, get better sleep. A, get better sleep. I think the last thing we need to talk about tonight, because it's the most important thing is what you eat. Every bite of food that you put in your mouth affects your physiology. It and, truly does. You know, so, you know, one really good goal would be to get away from chemicals. You know, that's true. The chemicals in American food is unbelievable. You know, there's so many, I mean, the, you know, the, the polysorbate, this, and the, you name it. And there's so many foods that have chemicals in them now. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, even the GMO foods, there's a yeah. study that just came out, that, that ta- and I'm going to have to put a little bit on my blog about this, but this study that just came out showed that an unacceptable amount of glyphosate, which is Roundup, gets into the genetically modified beans and things that they use to spray it on. And they thought, oh, well, it doesn't get in there. No, it does. The residue is there. Those chemicals are not good for us. They cause all kinds of endocrine disruptors, which is your thyroid and your adrenals and things like that. It messes with that. So we want to clean it up. And we yeah. just talked about earlier how that 90 cents out of every food dollar in America is processed food. Processed food. So if you want to be a rebel, and I think this is a good thing to be a rebel about, be a rebel with a cause and don't eat processed foods. Right. Real food. Real food. Right. And That's, they, you know, meat, vegetables, right. fruit, nuts, nuts, nuts seeds. seeds, you know. You know Buy real food. Right. If you want apples, eat an apple. Don't eat fake apples. Don't eat apple juice. You know, that's just sugar. 
just, you know, because I, I get a kick out of watching some of these juice things, and they'll say, well, made with 10% real fruit juice. Where's the other 90%? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I mean, come on. You know, if, if, you know, anyhow. You know what we, I think you kind of get the point. Make sure it's real food. You know, real fruits, vegetables, nuts, yeah. seeds, organic if possible. Now, I always stress that. Yeah. Get it, and get it organic and buy it local if you can. If you got a local farmer, great place to buy it from. You need like to get so, the, Americans are getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And it's from what you're eating. And we're getting worse and worse. Bones. And yeah. uh, there actually another little research that came out this week was showing that for weight loss, you know, because weight loss, like I said, is one of the big resolutions. Oh, it is. Always is. There's, there is factors what you eat. Mm-hmm. There's factors on underlying problems that you have. Right. But this new study showed that even immune system actually plays a role in weight loss. And where does uh, 70% of your, your immune system? The probiotics. The gut. And right. so the probiotics play a role in weight loss. Sleep plays a role in weight loss. It's not, it is what, eating is a big, big, big part of it. Oh, it is. But you have to be overall healthier. Right. You can't, you know, be unhealthy and have all these problems and then... Expect to lose weight. No, it's impossible. It really so is. we always say a better goal rather than weight loss might be to get healthier. You know, but if you get healthy, Janine, you lose. You do lose, lose weight. weight. That's what I always tell people. And we find more people that come to us lose weight, not trying to lose weight, but right. as a result of getting healthier. A lot of a lot of times we run into that. Uh, the folks will come in and their their goal is to get healthier in whatever form. Yeah, they feel terrible. They right. want to feel better. Yeah, they just don't feel good. Maybe and so we, yeah. we start making them feel better, and they start losing weight um, because they change things. Well, they change their diet around. They, they change, change their what diet. They, what we, they're eating. We actually look at all the underlying right. problems. If they're low in vitamin D, we actually you know, resolve that. that. You know, B12, we see a lot of people with B12 deficiencies. Uh, it's pretty rampant. And it's because, right? you know, you don't get a lot of good B12 in well, processed foods. You don't. And, you know, back when, you know, a long time ago, far, far away, uh, you know, people ate differently. And they would eat, you know, from the nose to the tail of an animal. Like, for instance, they'd eat, uh, you know, liver. People don't do that anymore. So we don't get those sources of that good. And that's real high in B12. Real high So we do see a lot of B12 deficiency, and that can make you fatigued. It can even make nerve damage if it gets bad enough. And so even neurological problems like the neuropathies and tingling Mm -hmm. in your hands and feet. You know, and then the vitamin D deficiencies. It's not just about being low in D and you say, okay, well, so what? What's that do? Well, Low vitamin D increases your chance of cancers. It increases weight gain. It actually Blood makes pressure, you fatigued um, right. and mm-hmm. muscle pain. They ache all over. I mean, they just hurt everywhere. And it's something that's very easily, I mean, fixed. Yeah, it that's is. an easy one. And so that's why we always do stress doing the lab work. And if you if if your goal is losing weight, we'll look at that and see if there's any problems that keep you from losing weight. Well, we have to fix those underlying problems, and there always are some yeah. underlying problems. If you're trying to get healthy, there's going to be some underlying issues. If you're unhealthy, you know there's some problems. Right. You know, and I, you know, I hate to say this, but probably the vast majority of Americans are really unhealthy at some level. At some level. They, yeah. They, you know, the, the majority. Now, not everybody. I'm sure a lot of folks listening to our show probably are a little bit different, and they've probably adapted that different lifestyle, and, and, and I saw them a long time ago. But if you look around you, go to work tomorrow, look around your office or look around your job, and see the people that are around you that aren't very healthy, and think about, wow, I, I don't want to end up like that, right. so I'm going to start being and You don't want to wait until something does happen, no. something tragic or... 
you know, we have a lot of the people that when their friend dies suddenly and they yeah. were fine or mm-hmm. supposedly fine, that's when they want to start looking at, oh, gosh, what do I need to do? Right. And so you don't want to wait until something happens to you. You want to do something before it happens. Exactly. And even with bone density that we've mentioned for women, it's best to start in your 20s. I mean, it's start, best to start as a kid. I mean, That's we've right. talked about that, and kids don't need to be sedentary. And these problems that we're seeing are not just in adults. Unfortunately, the obesity problem is in kids. Yeah, it is. And a big goal this year could be getting your kids healthier. And you're not going to get your kids healthier without getting yourself healthier. Because we have seen some unbelievable things in kids lately. You know, I think that's probably one of the saddest things that we've had to deal with this year. Uh, and it's been probably, you know, more this year than, than years past, is the... Every year it gets worse. ...lack of health in the adolescents or children. Yes. I mean, it's just totally amazing when you think about because it. Because they eat so much fast food. Ooh. They eat so much processed food. Right. And they sit on those computers and don't get any activity. They don't get to exercise. And we already see that, you know, that study on uh, bone density was talking about exercise being the underlying thing. And they did say that, you know, excess calcium. So it's not about going out and taking an extra calcium. No, pill. that's not going to do it. No. It's, you're going to have to do something. And the exercise, the dietary changes, making sure you're getting a diversity in your food supply, you know, all those, you know, nutrients that, that are coming up like that. That's what you got to do. Making sure you're getting good sleep. You're making, you know, there's sleep. all that. But like I said, it, you know, your, your kid's health depends on it, too, not just yours. Because if you're eating a certain way, then that probably means your kids are as well. Yeah, and you know, and it's if you're going to have, you have to, you know, us adults have to lead by example. Yes. So we have to be the example for our children to follow. And uh, I know sometimes when when you have small children, they don't particularly like it, but uh, you got to set a, a goal or for them and a, an example of being healthier. And because if mom and dad are healthier, children are going to be healthier. Yes, too, no doubt about that. So let's all get together, start out the new year, 2015. Start it out right. Start it out right. Let's guess, maybe do that lab work to find out where we're starting from. See if we've got a problem. If we have, hey, we can fix it. lab that. work we can do in most places in the United States. Um, we can look around in little bitty towns. Sometimes don't have a, a, a draw station, but just call us and we can find out if where you are right. has a draw station. So we can find out if we can do it at the very inexpensive price and do screens where we can see what all's going on with you. Right. And, and we have put, uh, some folks out there in some of the remote parts of the country that, that may have to drive a little bit, but they'll make a trip out of it. I've had some a couples in places like Montana and so on where they, they drive a little ways to uh, get to the lab, but that's okay. They said, well, just, you know, it's only 150 miles. It sounds like <laughs> a long way, but it's really not. So let's just get this year started out right. I think, um, you know, know that we're going to be here uh, if you've got a question. And we'll help you. Right. Yeah, you can call us at our 800 number. It's 800-824-0194. And talk to us anytime you like. We're there from uh, 10 a.m. to 5.30 yep. p.m. And our website's doctorsnutrition.com. Doctors all spelled out. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we have information there, and you can give us a call. And if we're, ever, if we're with someone when you call, just leave a message. We'll get back to you. I promise you we will return calls. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've enjoyed tonight. Uh, hopefully learned something. See you back next week. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.